WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. I'm Anja. And this is WCSG Backstage. Welcome to WCSG Backstage. This episode, we chat about operating our dream food truck, surprise and delight with what the what stories, celebrate spring, and Anja shares a deep cut with us. Spring is here and that means more time spent outside. Pretty soon we can start enjoying lunch at the food trucks in downtown Grand Rapids. With that in mind, if you could design your own food truck, what kind of food truck would you make? Tom, why don't you go first? Well, if I'm being sensible, I, I would probably have a some sort of smoke barbecue food truck because that's what oh, I yeah. enjoy doing. But it would probably be a Chinese food truck specializing in dumplings, but dumplings of all sorts. Now, I, I got to say right right out of the gate. Chinese food is the one food I always get wrong. I think it's because I don't use the fish sauce. He actually oh, sure. does his own Chinese food. I thought, how can you get wrong? You just order go to and yeah. go. No, buy no, the orange chicken no. in the bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I, I would specialize in the dumplings. Like I like their pork fried dumplings uh, with, with the with the uh, ginger sauce. Mm-hmm. But I think that there could be a large array of dumplings: uh, lasagna dumplings, <laughs> French onion soup dumplings. I mean, you can something put, that appeals to everybody. Yeah, you can put anything in a dumpling and 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 just make it whatever it is so all sorts of sauces with different kinds of dumpling flavors so uh, that's what I, I would do a, a dumpling truck but it would go far and above uh, just Chinese food do you have a cutesy name for your dumpling truck I don't yet do it you would have be one? a dump no, truck I didn't think about a it dump until truck. a dump truck that's that would be a great dump truck. the dump truck right yeah. oh you're gonna have to give Amanda some royalties alright you get 10% off I'll the top I'll do your social media I'll, for give, you. I'll give you sauces for free there you go yeah alright Amanda you know me I love pie and so my food truck would be a pie food truck but little tiny ones like the dollar banquet pot pies that you can get at Walmart but like all different varieties so Mm. there'll be like your cherry pie your apple pie your chicken pot pie Mm. but I would also make sure you served it with a plate so you could take your little pie tip it upside down if you want and if you like eating bottom crust first that's how I eat my little microwave pot pies I like the crust before the other stuff or the bottom crust so that would be my my strategy little pie truck okay that's All right. awesome i like that a little ice cream on the side potentially if, yeah i mean for an extra two bucks okay. there you go <laughs> yes. just got all mapped out you know i love an array of food my favorite is buffet because mm-hmm. I want okay. a little bit of this and a little bit of that and a little bit of this. So I just have to say, I love food trucks the way they are because you can go over here and you can get an elephant ear and you can go over there and get those wonderful French fries. Yes. I don't know why you can't get French fries like that anywhere else. You know, where you just pour the the ketchup right into the, mm-hmm. the little you know cup full of fries. Oh, With the milk udder? 
that they have double <laughs> some places yes but i you know so i love desserts though so i i thought about all of these f- things and one of my very favorite food trucks that they have are the ones that do the kettle corn mm. the warm kettle corn yeah. Oh, yum. Yes. I'm with you. I have kids who play a lot of sports, and oftentimes the one landmark at any soccer tournament is the kettle corn tent. And they make a fortune, like $11 for a bag of kettle corn, but you literally have nothing else to to do. I'm happy happy to to do it. Yes, absolutely. And it's warm and it smells good. Mm, It's my favorite. Well, when it comes to food trucks, it's something I've actually thought about for years, thinking that when I retire, I would drive around an ice cream truck. I thought you were going to be a train conductor. Well, that's also on there, too. I still have plenty of time to decide. (laughs) Uh, But when I started thinking about an actual food truck, something that I would park and then, you know, sell, I decided to think, what is it that I feel like I make best that is easy and convenient? And I settled on a grilled cheese. I make a very good grilled cheese, not to toot my own horn, but toot toot. It's really good. And so I thought if I would do grilled cheese where you can add anything in it that you'd like. So if you want to do some meats like bacon or something like that. But then also at the same time offer like soup options too. So it's a soup and sandwich kind of thing. That sounds really good. Yeah. Comfort food. Yes. Absolutely. Between the four of us we have all of the bases covered. covered. I'm hungry. Yes. Very. (laughs) What? The what? Well, uh, crazy things happen every single day. It's time for us to highlight some of the craziest news stories we could find with What the What. Anja, what story did you find? There's a university in New Jersey that is now offering a graduate degree, a master's degree in happiness. Okay. Mm. Is there oh, no homework okay. involved? Like I know. That would be a happy That's thing. That's a happy thing. That would help. I thought this, it's, it's an online graduate program. And for a mere $18,000, you can get your degree your master's degree in happiness. I feel okay. like the way to make people happy with that degree is to not charge $18,000. That would be a big help, yeah, along the way. Isn't that something? Yeah, it is something, and it, it just sounds like a big old plate of crazy to me. Uh, so, wait, 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 wait. But, okay, but are you learning to be happy, or right. are you learning to give happy? Okay, well, they say they're grounded in science and research, and the new degree will study happiness and resilience to prepare the graduates to make an impact okay. in a wide range of fields. So you're, you come out being an assistant to help other people happy. Or gauging happiness. I, sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm not real sure exactly. Okay. But 40 people so far have signed up for it. Wow. wow. Class one, a nap and a snack. Yeah. I was yeah. Oftentimes say, that's all you need. There you Class go. Two, well, like comfort the, food. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The food court had Chick-fil-A in it. That is a happiness booster. I mean, those kind right. of things. Yeah. Maybe that's on the next episode of the podcast. If you were creating a happy class, what would be in it? There you go. Well, mine is maybe not the most what the what story, but it has a little bit of that element, but also a tell me something good. So I went with oh. it. Uh, Tina Clark is a kitchen manager for the Edward Peak Middle School in Biggleswade, UK. Okay. I love the name of that town, love so that. I had to get that in yes, there. Yes, thank you. Uh, unfortunately, two of her employees had to call out sick, leaving Tina to feed all the hundreds of students at the school all on her own. Well, she got an idea because she happened to be listening to the radio and caught this BBC Radio 2 breakfast show, and the special guest on the show happened to be the mastermind behind shows like MasterChef. It was celebrity chef 
Gordon Ramsay. So she calls into the show, kind of exasperated about the whole thing, and she asks Gordon Ramsay to come to the school to help out. <laughs> He's like, well, I would love to, but I honestly can't. But here, I'm going to send one of my professional chefs wow. uh, from my restaurant in London to come help you out. So at about an hour later, this guy shows up, and she puts him immediately to work helping out with the cauliflower cheese, which you can tell their lunches across the <laughs> pond are very different than ours. Uh, but she was uh, very grateful to the help and the school, as well as Tina, sent out some social media thank yous and recorded messages saying the buzz was just all around the school. This was so I'm kind. Sure. And Gordon Ramsay's response, of course, actually very positive, unlike most of his things. Uh, he just said, anytime, happy to help. So. I would nice. be terrified to invite Gordon Ramsay to watch me cook. Like, she must have been super desperate. Super yeah. desperate, yeah. yes. Because I he's think, not always the nicest. I think he softened a bit since his daughter has her own TikTok now. Oh, okay. Sure. You know, and she she's bringing him on there and she yeah. kind of makes him the silly. You can um, tell he's got a heart of gold, though, even through, yeah, I don't, you know, all the language. I don't think Tina did does. say at one point, though, she was a little nervous that now somebody was coming to the school because you don't know what you're going to get with a Gordon Ramsay club. Yeah. So she's like, I hope I don't get in trouble like this, the principal or anything. <laughs> right? They had to go to detention. <laughs> right. So. Right. Good stuff. Well, mine is about what is possibly the goat of all actual goats. Uh, Virginia Sheriff's Office is thanking a goat for assisting deputies during a foot pursuit with a fleeing suspect. Apparently, the goat named Gracie uh, helped two deputies flush out a suspect they were chasing, according to the Henry County Sheriff's <laughs> Office. Uh, get this. Sometimes, he says, help comes in all shapes and sizes. They wrote on their Facebook page, Captain Scott Baker and Deputy David Parnell came across the suspect while investigating a domestic assault case. After telling the suspect he was under arrest, the suspect fled on foot, leaving Parnell to chase him through a fence line across a field. During the chase, Barker said a goat from the property joined the deputy. When Parnell and the goat reached the next line of the fence in the field, the goat continued through the fence in front of the deputy and chased the man into the woods. They flushed him out uh, between the two of them and they took the suspect into custody. Barker said the goat was returned to its owner after the incident was resolved. And so they does, gave him all the tin cans he could eat. I was going to say, does <laughs> yeah. it become an honorary deputy or anything like that? Uh, yeah. Keys to the city? You bet he does, but he's going he's gonna to eat the shield. <laughs> right. And that's, that's sad. <laughs> Can you imagine, though, like being in prison or whatever? And, you know, how did you end up here? Well, I was captured by a goat. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> a sad that story. Be... No, you'll get beat up. Yes. <laughs> well, my story is about animals as well, but this time migrating salamanders. Uh, Marquette, Michigan, up in the UP, they're closing a portion of a road every night from 8 p.m. until 8 a.m. because these salamanders have to cross the road. Wow. They say Sounds like the beginning of a bad joke. I mean, it's really not. This is really happening. They put road barricades up because they don't want cars to drive through it between that 12-hour stretch really? every night until April 15th. It all started back in 2018 <laughs> when a NMU student named Eli was like, there's a lot of dead salamanders along the road. What's going on? Well, it turned out they were going to their park and then mm -hmm. a breeding pond and back and forth. And he's like, there's surely something we can do about it because these blue spotted salamanders, they're called an indicator species. Mm -hmm. And so they study the salamanders to see how the environment is doing. Right. So it's important that they stay, stay alive. And they said since 2018, 
they have only had three confirmed salamander mortalities since they wow. have started closing good. the road down. Yeah. Wow. What happens on April 15th? Tax day. They, right. They have to go file <laughs> they at the post file. office. Yeah. Then there's no more concern. Right. They're crossing the street <laughs> to get to it. their tax guy. Yep. They'll be going back home to get their bills. Oh, man. It's a whole thing. <laughs> it's the final countdown. We're heading full on into spring, and we find more and more opportunities to get outside and enjoy it. So, what are your top three ways of enjoying spring? Well, I'm going to do this in reverse order and do like a three, two, one countdown kind of thing. Uh, number three for me was taking in a game, uh, whether it's soccer games or baseball games, mm-hmm. usually typically surrounded by one of my children. Uh, but I don't mind taking in like a spring opener with the Cubs or the Tigers as well. So that was number three. Number two doesn't happen very often, but I do really enjoy going out golfing. It's always nice to get out after the winter and then be able to take in some of the sites. But then kind of what adds on to the golfing thing, but it is really what I really like doing is uh, taking walks and hikes. You get a chance to get that sunshine, the mm-hmm. smell of spring. You start seeing like the green of everything starting to pop and new animals. And it always just kind of feels like, okay, now we get ready to head into warmer weather. So those would be uh, my top three. The great thing about golf in the spring is that you're, everyone's rusty from the winter. So That's if right. you're not good, you just blame it. Oh, it's been a while. Since Everybody's on equal playing ground. <laughs> right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> well, my three are very similar. Uh, I didn't do them in one, two, three order. Just three things I really like. Uh, Number one, watching my kids in sports. I have two sons who play soccer in the spring, one little boy who plays baseball. And while I complain a lot about the rain, the cold temperatures, sitting out in the elements, I really do love watching them play and being able to support them and the stuff that they're excited about is really fun. My number two, just getting outside. Like Jeremy, I love going hiking. And in the spring, it's not too hot. It's not too buggy. The trails aren't overrun by poison ivy. The only thing you have to watch out for is a little bit of mud, but if you can get around that, you'll be okay. And then my third thing is getting my hands in the dirt. Uh, My mom owns a greenhouse, and so plants and all that stuff is kind of in my blood. And I love being able to either help her or get out in my own yard and just put some pots together. And I don't really do the garden things. I know my limits, but (laughs) I like being able just to freshen the yard up a little bit. One thing I find interesting you brought up the sports. It seems like soccer, it's always raining, but then with baseball, it's always sunny and you don't get shade because you can't have right. base, you can't have trees on a baseball field. Absolutely. So, 100% true. Yeah. Well, mine, uh, I do involve the outdoors a lot too. Uh, first of all, uh, I love loving on the lawn and doing the landscaping mm-hmm. in my yard. So just getting out there, fertilizing the grass. It's, it's a process, you know. Uh, it's taken about three or four years to get my lawn to close to where I want it. So each spring, you know, I get to bring it up to that next level, get those weeds taken care of. Do you do the thing where it like cores it out and you get the little no, I'm not things that all over the ground? No, no, <laughs> nothing <laughs> like that. Divots. Yeah, but I do go uh, out with fertilizer and uh, definitely some weed and feed. Um, I love seeing the animals begin to come alive again. Like just the other day, I saw a bunch of turkeys crossing the road mm-hmm. and the, 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 the deer are out in full force. And so that's always a lot of fun, seeing the, the robins, that first sign of spring. Uh, and finally, shedding all the winter layers. Just yes. getting rid of the sweaters, putting <laughs> yes. them packed away, uh, getting out the short sleeves and just uh, just enjoying getting out there and not just being so layered. I'm, I'm about to be with you on the soccer thing. My uh, my boy is starting soccer for uh, the first time uh, this 
spring, so we're looking forward to that as well. Nice. I'm going to put any, a number four on the list. Like flashcards with yeah. appropriate phrases. I'm Please. happy to provide those. <laughs> you need to give me a crash. The one that she I've always tells me this. not to say is kick the ball because they all they all know you're supposed to kick yeah. the ball. So as long cool. as you don't say that, right. you should be good. Okay, okay. Anything but kick the ball. Yeah. Or, yeah, it's a given. And don't yell at the ref because oftentimes they're 12 year old kids and they're just doing their best. Yeah. That's uh-huh. true. They get abused. It's not not good. No good. I am in a different season in life. I'm an empty nester now, and it's a wonderful season to be in. So when it comes to spring, a lot of the things that I think about doing are solitary and wonderful for me. Mm. So first of all, I love waking up early in the morning and going for a long walk. Mm. You know, I love spending an hour just, and, and you can do that in the spring when the ground's not frozen mm-hmm. <laughs> anymore. Right. No chance of slipping. And um, I love sleeping with the windows open. Yes. Yes. And that yeah. is one of the things that spring, mm. as, soon, as soon as I can, we throw those windows open. And That's I great. love that. And the other thing that I do, and I'm not really an outdoorsy kind of gal. <laughs> I don't do a lot of hiking in the mud and I'm not really into my yard that much, but I love to sit in the front yard. I have a really cute little neighborhood and the houses are um, all close together and there's so many people out walking. We all are out in our front yards and um, just enjoying company. And sometimes I'll even just wrap a blanket and we'll just sit out there and talk with the neighbors. And I love the community, that that aspect. And you can only do that when, when the springtime hits. Yeah, it's, get yourself one of those fire pits, put that in your in the front yard. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We do that. Our neighbors do that too, yeah. <laughs> but you bring up a good point. It's nice to start seeing the neighbors like creep oh, out of the it. houses. Yeah. It's like, oh, look at this. We can go back outside again. We're all so <laughs> like super moles. pale and yeah. tasty. Yeah. <laughs> Out, no you hardly wave, <laughs> you know, in the winter time. It's nice to see the smiling faces. Yes. In the yeah, spring. for sure. Thanks for listening to WCSG Backstage. You can help get the word out about the podcast by rating, subscribing, and sharing with your friends. Learn more at WCSG.org and search the keyword backstage. So it's time to close things out with a deep cut. That's what we do. And Anja, it's back to you. What did you bring? So I really thought a lot about what song do I want to bring? And I really want to bring a song that just speaks to my heart. And I always have songs that really are speaking to me at a season in mm-hmm. life. It's Israel Houghton, friend of God. And I just love that the Lord calls us friend. And I love the line and the words that speak about how how is it possible that you're actually thinking of me, yeah. that you are actually considering me, that the God of the universe looks at me and says, you are my friend. Mm-hmm. You are my confidant. That's I pretty, love it. Pretty crazy. It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that's the song that just Oh, it just speaks and blesses me. Well, thanks for sharing that, Anja. Anja. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Tom. And I'm Anja. And this is WCSG Backstage. Who am I that you are mindful of me? That you hear me when I call. Is it true that? 